if we think hard enough, I'm sure we can all come up with examples of the six degrees of separation or moments of serendipity. Um, I have a loads that I could reference, but following on from the podcast that I did last week and following on from the weekend, I spent in the Marion Hotel. Uh, I was in conversation with someone last week who works uh, in a nine-to-five job and we were talking about being in Dublin and how great Dublin was and I was saying that I had been to the Marion Hotel and I thought that it was one of the best experiences that I'd ever had in my life. And the person then said to me, well, why was that? And I had explained the podcast and I had explained the different the nuanced thinking behind the customer service that it was to get people together in the one place to behave like that, to have people motivated and inspired to behave like that, to have a management team in place that would encourage and foster the culture that's required to keep the standards so high and so exacting. And that person then said to me, coincidentally, my partner works in the Marion. And that person works in at the coalface of customer service in the Marion. And I'm not going to give too much more information away about that person or where they might work or whatever, but they are a manager. And um, I was really, really taken by the fact that, um, wow, you know, how coincidental. Um, and cheekily, I asked how much did they get paid for the hard work? Now, before I tell you how much that is, because um, I think it's important to reference it, one of the things that teams and business development and businesses, customer-facing businesses do is spend a lot of time um, picking on the recruitment process, the recruitment and retention process for customer service staff and Probably not all of them, but some of them are now coming around to the idea that there needs to be some kind of cultural platform for for good customer service to be embedded in. And people need to be thinking about delivering excellence on behalf of the customer all the time. So not just in the moments that suits them, but from 8 in the morning to 6 in the evening or for the graveyard shift in the local restaurant or wherever that might be. And that's not easy to deliver one of the things that i would have always associated with really good customer service is the reward uh, payment incentive bonus for the people involved in places like the marion hotel and in restaurants good customer service is normally rewarded by tips um, or percentage service charge or whatever in the Marion Hotel, you can just visualize it. In fact, any five-star hotel in Ireland, you can visualize the Americans coming in who are just overwhelmed by this sense of nostalgia, the locations, the buildings, the heritage, the smells, the colors, and they would be motivated to fire handfuls of notes back at staff to thank them for their, their attention and making them feel special. When you're going to the Marion Hotel, there is an expectation that a five-star hotel is going to treat you somewhat differently from a three-star hotel. 
And the point that I was making the last time was that a three or four star hotel could quite easily deliver on good customer service if all of the component parts were in place. Um, so I was really mystified to find out that that person who has a managerial responsibility at the co-face of customer service in Dublin, getting paid in euros, is 40,000 euros. Um, I think that's incredible. I don't know what the cost of living is in Dublin, but it's not easy to be living um, well for that salary in Dublin. It's probably not that easy to live well for that salary in Belfast, depending what life stage you are. And so I'm not going to give away the gender or the age of the person, um, but 40,000 euros probably gets you to rent somewhere um, on the far reaches of Dublin, if you're lucky, or maybe if you're buying. Um, and it would take a lot of very benevolent Americans to add up to the amount of money that I thought that person would be paid. So um, the idea that the you can work for that salary at a five-star in, in the Marion is offset by the fact that you could go and work for another hotel um, that has got less pedigree, less tradition, uh, maybe one star less, and get paid maybe another 50% on top of that or 60% or 100%. So why would somebody do that? Why would somebody work in a really exacting industry where the customer is beyond any shadow of a doubt always right, um, where the training and the standards that they are setting are so high that it just goes down as a, I worked at the Marion moment or I used to work there um, because the foundation and the skills that you would learn, the training that you would learn would be incredible. Um, I will stand you in great stead if you were to open up your own restaurant or cafe or take it into a, into sales or customer service or customer success management or whatever it is. Um, because a lot of the people in, um, that I'm dealing with, buying stuff from, be it in the um, as a consultant for clients or for for myself, the one standard is that the customer service levels are not great. And unless, and even if you are punching um, at a particular weight and working on behalf or buying on behalf of people, the customer service standards are shocking. And some of these people are definitely earning more than 40,000 euros a year. Um, so it asks the question, I guess, how, how can you set in play a template to ensure that your customer service standards are right for your business? And where do you take your lead from? Um, who, who, who do you benchmark against? What salary and what finance do you set aside for recruiting the right people? What, um, who manages that? What's the shelf life? What's the expectation? And what is the return on that investment? Because I've done a couple of podcasts now on the Maria, no big deal. Nobody is really going to um, have a life-changing moment when they listen to the podcast but you can rest assured that those visitors who have stayed or spent any time in the Marion will tell hundreds of people individually tens if not hundreds of people individually who in turn will tell tens or hundreds of people individually who will then have a point of reference to go to an hotel that you probably will you know search for rather than go to booking.com or you'll 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 um, stumble across it because of the word of mouth, the power of word of mouth. And none of that takes you away from 
um, people who are working so hard at customer service for 40,000 euro, 40, euros a year in Dublin, which I find really hard to believe. Um, so, conversation with my brother on the very same subject, and his immediate response was not how great was the Marian, but how awful that the Marian would exploit people, knowing full well that they could pay people much higher than 40,000 if they knew as a business um, the value of customer service because it all boils down to the value. It's not really how much money the customer pays at the end of the day. It's how much they value what they receive in return. Um, so a multimillionaire can go in and spend 100,000 and get treated like a king and somebody can go in and spend seven or 800 euros for a night uh, and, and the extras and feel like a king. It's what they perceive as good value based on that service. And my brother, who had worked in the um, hospitality trade for a long time, was kind of just not having it. He just thought it was the worst thing in the world that the Marian would exploit people like that. And his view is that that's exploitation. And then if you uh, st- uh, sort of push that a little bit further, then that means that the people who are going there and paying the money are also exploiting those people. And... It kind of took the edge of the weekend a wee bit for me because all I had given the guys at the door was 20 quid as a tip for bringing the car around. The reason I did that was because it cost me 38 pounds, 38 euros to have the car parked overnight. So I thought there was probably a little bit of tax on that already. And then all the other prices of everything else and all the little added extras and the luxuries that you take for, you know, you you just um, take as their standard you think are amazing. It all adds up to a very poor salary for someone um, who's the front line in customer service. Uh, yeah, so it's interesting. It probably wouldn't deter me uh, from going back into the Marion again, but it would probably make me think differently about how I would tip and then um, how I would feel about tipping. Interesting. Um, I don't know what your view is on that, if you have a view on that. Um, how could you extend this into the rank and file businesses, those businesses who are not paying, um, who are maybe paying more than that, who are maybe paying less than that, who don't view customer service as important, who see customer service as important but haven't figured it out properly. Um, there are so many different moving parts when it comes to bringing in people, having them stay, letting them feel valued and loved so in return they can pass on that experience to customers who in turn will tell all their friends, you know. Advocacy and evangelism is the most cost-effective kind of uh, marketing there is, and um, the value is 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 very clear, very evident. As is the counterbalance to that, the odd one or two star review on a TripAdvisor or any of those online scoring platforms. Thanks for for tuning in. Um, I yeah, I'm still quite staggered that somebody would be paid maybe as little as that, but thanks for tuning in and um, talk to you soon.